This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today we have a comprehensive look at the provincial budget unveiled yesterday and its impact on the farming industry. We hear from Agriculture Minister David Merritt on support for agriculture from the budget. The NDP says more should be done for the farming community. Premier Scott Moe also discusses the economic way forward and the importance of the agriculture sector to the provincial economy. We have farm group reaction, including APAS, the wheat growers, and SARM. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt says the provincial budget features a $23 million increase in the Agriculture Ministry budget this year. He says the $387 million budget is 6% higher than last year. This is a $23.1 million increase, which will help obviously the industry grow and ensure Saskatchewan producers are able to continue to supply the world with safe, high-quality food. This year's agriculture budget will once again fully fund business risk management programs. It also provide a record level of per acre coverage under the crop insurance program. And it also will continue with same as last year's record investment in agriculture research. And we also have added now uh, another program and adding important investment in irrigation expansion. So what, what this does, Jim, really, we will protect our agriculture producers with $265 million for business risk management programming, which is $150.1 million for the crop insurance program, which is record coverage on average of $273 an acre, and an additional $2 million for the wildlife damage compensation program, which, Jim, is paid out to all producers in in the province, regardless if they're in crop insurance or not. We're gonna help build the agriculture uh, sector here in the province with 32.9 million in funding for agriculture research, which matches last year's record level funding, and 71.2 million for strategic program under the Canadian Ag uh, Partnership Program. And examples of this are the Farm and Ranch Water Program and also value added incentives. And we will grow the agriculture industry here in the province of Saskatchewan by adding an additional $2.5 million for irrigation development projects outside the area of the Lake Diefenbaker Irrigation Expansion Project. And we will continue funding to industry partners like 4-H, Ag in the Classroom, Canadian Western Agribition, Ag Health and Safety Network are just a few of the examples. And another thing that is mentioned, we're just we're going to open four new international trade and investment offices in key export markets where we are seeing increasing demand for the agriculture products here in the province of Saskatchewan, Jim. So I'm very, uh, very pleased with the budget 
this year and look forward to uh, working with the ag sector here in the province of Saskatchewan. Now, it's a deficit budget. Does that worry you? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it shows what uh, our commitment to the ag sector here in the province of Saskatchewan. Uh, obviously, we're always challenged, uh, uh, you know, in the ag sector when if we have a, a weather incident or something happens, it sure will it, it has an impact on the ag sector. But no, it doesn't scare me. I'm very pleased with this one. And, liked, and uh, I'm very happy that we have made uh, the commitments we have made and the increase in our budget in, the, in this year. And fighting COVID has certainly been a costly exercise for this province and all those people out of work. It's nice to see agriculture is leading the economy out of some of our doldrums. Yeah, it, it really is, Jim. And I mean, we're uh, obviously we're pleased, uh, you know, with the, uh, the crop we grew last year, second highest crop on record at uh, over 39 million metric tons seeing the prices rebound. And, uh, you know, last year we uh, came to the aid of the livestock sector on, with the set-aside and uh, also with the, the livestock price insurance program. So, uh, you know, we did our part to make sure that the industry was solid and that we could, uh, you know, help it in the ways we could through ag recovery. And, uh, you know, I think it just shows this government's commitment to agriculture as a whole in the province of Saskatchewan. That's Agriculture Minister David Merritt. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. NDP agriculture critic Trent Wotherspoon says the budget fell short of meeting needs of farmers. Wotherspoon says the province faces an extraordinary challenge with COVID-19 and the budget fails to contain the virus and secure the needed economic recovery. I was disappointed in uh, the agriculture uh, budget to not see uh, the needed uh, improvement to agri-stability uh, with respect uh, to compensation rates. Of course, as you know, you would know and your listeners know, uh, you know, Saskatchewan producers and farm groups are, are united on this uh, front uh, to fix uh, agri-stability. And uh, the federal government has uh, committed to the lion's share of that funding. And it's, uh, you know, our provincial government uh, that's uh, blocking those needed fixes and you know, agriculture is going to be a very key leader out of this pandemic, but we need to make sure that producers and farms have the foundation uh, that they need to succeed now and, and uh, well into the future. NDP agriculture critic Trent Wotherspoon. Premier Scott Moe also joined me yesterday to discuss the provincial budget. He pointed to the agriculture sector as a key factor in economic recovery following the coronavirus pandemic. The growth part of this budget and where we're turning our focus to is attracting uh, that investment. We're already seeing it arrive with a expansion to the canola crush plant in Yorkton. We're seeing a fertilizer plant uh, uh, investing uh, um, a couple hours west of, of Regina. We're seeing significant uh, interest in the forestry industry, continued interest in the manufacturing industry. And, and what we are going to do is, is, is do everything we can to provide that environment for all of that investment to land in a community near you and ultimately provide that, that growth agenda that we have had success with over the course of the last 10 to 15 years. With a deficit of $2.6 billion, can you balance the budget in five years? 
Well, that that is what the economic forecasts are telling us, and I, I believe and I have faith in the people of this province as we uh, move through a not only a robust recovery uh, to COVID-19, uh, both in the province and, and by the province of Saskatchewan participating in a global robust uh, economic recovery post-COVID, and that we will likely be able to to, to bump that up a, a year or two as we as we look ahead. Um, we have a exactly what the world is going to need as it revs its economic engine uh, post-COVID. And the only thing between us and ultimately that economic recovery is uh, a vaccine being available for, for everyone in this province and ultimately everyone in the world. And so the sooner uh, that we're able to provide those vaccines, the sooner we're able to get back to some degree of normal in our communities from a personal life with our family, but also from a from a, uh, a robust economic recovery perspective and ultimately uh, recover back and gain back the jobs that we have lost. Yes, and we did lose some jobs over the course of the past year. Uh, but then go far beyond that, far beyond that by attracting that investment and, and ultimately creating uh, those opportunities for future employment for, for all of us that want to live here and choose to live here. Mo says the pandemic is the largest single issue faced by the province since the Second World War. He says the farming industry has been a key factor in the economy this past year and noted Saskatchewan has been a leader in the development of high-tech equipment. We most certainly are leading uh, the world uh, when it comes to uh, not only producing the traditional products of food, fuel, and fertilizer, but we're leading the world at climbing the value chain in in those agri-food products. And I mentioned the the canola oil uh, investment earlier uh, uh, by Richardson's in in the community of Yorkton, uh, climbing that value chain. Uh, But we're climbing the, the innovation and technology value chain in each of these industries as well. We have incentives that we have put in place specifically uh, to attract investment to some of those technology startup companies in 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 Saskatoon and in Regina and, and across Saskatchewan, and, and it is it is it is starting to pay dividends. So, as I said earlier, uh, we have the traditional um, the, the traditional industries that have always created wealth in Saskatchewan: the energy industry, the uh, the, the agriculture industry, manufacturing, mining. Uh, but now we are adding on to that all of these layers of of increasing the 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 innovation in our manufacturing, increasing the technology um, and the technology opportunities uh, that we have in in this province. That's Premier Scott Moe. After the break, we hear from farm leaders and their reaction to the provincial budget. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. I am joined right now by the Liberal MP for King's Hants. It is Cody Blois. Mr. Blois, how are you doing today? Sean, doing very well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to chat with you. So now this week we have the Liberal National Convention and you are the chair of the National Rural Liberal Caucus and you're trying to promote a, a, a policy resolution that you have coming forth at this week's convention. You want, w- What is it about and uh, why is it so important to you? 
Yeah, so as you mentioned, uh, the party has its policy convention this week. And uh, for me, uh, you mentioned my riding in King's Hands. For those of listeners that might not know, uh, we are what I would consider the breadbasket or the agriculture uh, heartland here in Atlantic Canada. Uh, so I have a close relationship with our agriculture producers. We know what the sector means across the country. Um, and I, all Liberal MPs were able to put forward resolutions. Uh, they come from Liberal members across the country, from the Electoral Districts Association. Before Christmas, I put one forward as Canada as an agricultural and agri-food superpower. And uh, it has a series of provisions that really tries to focus and make sure that we put the agriculture sector uh, as a top priority as part of the Liberal Party's agenda in the, in the days ahead. Yeah, the resolution calls on the Government of Canada to create a suite of policies that support farmers and agri-food food processors to increase Canada's competitiveness as part of the COVID-19 economic recovery. When you wrote those words, what get, get us into the details a little bit here. What, what do you mean? What needs to happen? Sure. So I guess I would say there's three pillars to why I thought this policy was important. First and foremost is the pandemic. I think for the first time in a long time, uh, Canadians were concerned about food security uh, and where necessarily whether or not they were going to be able to get groceries off the shelf. And and we have a resilient agriculture sector. We have uh, farmers, producers and processors that did an amazing job uh, to do just that, to keep the food on the shelf. But I think it does illustrate the importance, and I think countries around the world are going to be asking themselves uh, about domestic capacity and ensuring whether or not it's a pandemic or other another type of event in the future, what are some critical sectors that we need to make sure that we have strong domestic capacity? To me, that's agriculture. We also have to look on the other side of the pandemic about the economic recovery. And the Barton Report has certainly spoke to the fact that agriculture and our agri-food sector is a growth opportunity. Uh, I would be lying if, if I said that Canada is not already a strong international player, but I think there's room for growth. Uh, to be able to make this, the, uh, the funding that we've put on during the pandemic to support Canadians and businesses, we need a growth agenda on the other side to make that sustainable. And uh, for me, agriculture should be central in that. And then finally, Sean, this is a policy that whether or not you're in Newfoundland and Labrador or you're in British Columbia or everywhere in between, it matters to you and it particularly matters in rural and so that's really kind of the, the underpinnings of why I put the policy forward. Do you feel that currently the Liberal Party does not see agriculture as this agricultural, agri-food superpower? Like, why, why have to bring the policy forward? Isn't it, isn't it a given? Sure. Yeah, no, I, I think we've done well by agriculture in this parliament. When I look at some of the investments that have been made, uh, I know business risk management uh, is a tool across the country, whether it's in my own riding of King's Hands. I'm sure it's the same with you out, out west as well. Uh, we've got rid of the reference margin limits. Uh, I would have liked to see the provinces, uh, particularly the western provinces, come on board for the compensation top-up, uh, but uh, maybe that's a conversation for another day. We've put uh, supply management compensation back to uh, the, the farmers that have been impacted by the trade deals under Europe and, and Pacific, and there was almost $400 million in the fall economic statement for greening initiatives in agriculture. So I think we've got a good story to tell, um, but there's always more work that can be done. And, and for me, uh, we don't know when the next federal election can be. There's a lot of saber rattling going around by all the parties, frankly. 
Um, but for me, this is about trying to put agriculture within the Liberal Party as a, as a prominent place in the hopes that the next platform we can work on things that matter. And each commodity group, as you know, Sean, is going to have its own uh, preference, its own goals and outcomes. Uh, so this was very broad in nature. But if we start from the point that it is important and we do want to position the sector in Canada as a superpower, we can work backwards. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, a sunny sky, wind south 30, gusting to 50 this afternoon, and it's supposed to reach 20 degrees, the low plus 4. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, wind southeast 30, gusting to 50, becoming west 30, gusting to 50, and a high of 16, the low minus 1. Friday, sunny, the high 10, the low minus 2. Saturday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 12. 40% chance of evening rain showers or flurries Saturday, the low minus 3. Sunday, cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, the high plus 4, the low minus 6. Monday, partly cloudy, the high plus 3, the low minus 8. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 5. Normal high is 10 degrees, the normal low minus 4. The sun rose at 621 this morning, it sets at 740 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Regina, 19 degrees. The cold spot, Stony Rapids up north, minus 5. Estevan is 16, so is Saskatoon. And the rest, Swift Current, Weyburn, Yorkton, all 17 degrees. Regina, sunny and, as I said, the hot spot at 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 27, gusting to 37. Humidity, 20%. The barometer is dropping 101.2. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 18. Winds are from the south at 28, gusting to 37. Once again, Regina, sunny and 19. That's 66 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. Farm groups are saying there are no big surprises in the provincial budget. Wheat Grower Secretary-Treasurer Jim Wickett says the $2.6 billion deficit is a result of battling the coronavirus. Well, not really surprised, Jim, with the, uh, you know, the pandemic. Uh, there's just, there isn't a government around that's not uh, spending money to try to battle that. And uh, we're just, you know, in egg quite happy to see the uh, no cuts in any of the uh, the dollars there. In fact, a little increased egg has been one of the shining stars through this. And we've certainly carried our weight and continued on. And, you know, with uh, the big crop we had last year, that, that 
good that that's recognized and and I think with the prices that are out there right now that ag can uh, continue to lead the way if we uh, can get a rain or two one of these days. Yeah, pretty dry. Do you think there should be any, any other programs that they've missed? Uh, I can't think of one. They they seem like they've touched on everything a little bit. I like to see the uh, progress on the Lake Diefenbaker and the irrigation side of things. I think that helps bulletproof the, uh, the drought situation that pops up in Saskatchewan. So that alone help the economy so i think that that's uh, a good step and then the research side of things that you know research in a lot of cases took a big hit last year nobody knew really how to react to that and so if we can get the research thing back on track and and it's good to see that that's supported in the budget APAS president todd lewis also welcomes 2.5 million dollars in support for irrigation development in a lot of ways uh in spite of the deficit, it's a you know in a lot of ways a stay the course kind of budget. Uh, the the deficit was certainly expected, and uh, really as far as agriculture funding, uh, you know not a whole lot of uh, new pro- new money. Although uh, saying that the the uh, you know the money that's going into irrigation is certainly uh, going to be long term uh, new money going into uh, the province's infrastructure and. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to pay very good rewards as far as uh, the long-term investment for, for the economy overall. So I think overall in agriculture, we're, we're fairly happy with uh, how things uh, have turned out today and uh, look forward to, uh, you know, having a, a good crop here coming up. And, uh, you know, commodity prices are high and uh, we're hoping that uh, it's going to be a good year to grow a crop and, and uh, grow some cattle and livestock as well. And uh, so hopefully uh, a year from now we'll be We'll be looking at, uh, you know, and in a, in a continuing to see an improving farm economy. Doesn't the dry spring worry you, though? Oh, I don't think anybody uh, is, isn't worried about the dry spring. It's uh, really, it's almost uh, in the territory, you know, back into 1988, the, you know, was the last real major drought year we had. And uh, we're kind of set up for it again. But the, the one thing with the drought, it can all change in a with a couple of uh, major systems and hopefully we'll see some of that this spring and throughout the growing season. And our farming practices have changed a lot since then. We had the second best crop ever last year. It was a dry year. No, that's correct. And, uh, you know, $117 billion in, in sales. And, uh, you know, they say it's going to be a, a good year to grow a crop if we can uh, get Mother Nature to cooperate. So I think overall, uh, you know, farmers are pretty satisfied with the uh, you know, the long-term funding we've seen in research, uh, it's not just on irrigation, it's on uh, crop development as well. And, uh, you know, we have a, a wonderful resource up at the University of Saskatchewan, and uh, it's uh, important to have predictable long-term funding in the research world. And uh, the province of Saskatchewan has stepped up again this year to uh, to uh, provide that funding. So I think that's a real positive. Uh, I think another thing that, you know, really the, the highways department uh, has put uh, money back into the short line railroad, uh, funding. There's money there that, uh, boy, for bang for the buck, uh, the short line railroads are very efficient and uh, they'll use that funding to uh, make repairs and improvements. And, and I think that's something that's uh, always important and it's good to see that funding being reinstated. Hey, past President Todd Lewis. After the break, we hear from SARM President Ray Orb. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. 
This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by Canadian AgriBlend. Ask for the livestock products at your feed dealer or for a feed dealer near you. Call 1-800-340-2311. Farm groups have generally reacted positive to yesterday's provincial budget. SARM President Ray Orb also had felt the budget will benefit rural Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, you know, is in a in a deficit situation. There's no doubt about that. And I think to you know to look at the different ministries to um, you know to see that they're spending more money, not cutting back. And this time, I understand you know the health has increased their budget, but also you know highways, uh, they're doing their part. I think to improve our economy, uh, the RMs, you know, obviously are ready to work with them. We're pleased that we're getting funding through the uh, RIRG program and also economic stimulus so that we can build more roads roads and bridges in rural Saskatchewan. Uh, very pleased about that. Also, you know, we're interested in, um, in seeing how the uh, revenue sharing will roll out. You know, it's a slight decrease over last year, not very much of a difference. Uh, understanding our economy has softened. Uh, but uh, we're really interested to see how that plays out in individual RMs to see that if there is a slight reduction, uh, how much that actually is. Really pleased to see that some of the things that actually do help and make quite a big difference as well, you know, some of the rebates that the uh, province has, uh, has mentioned today, those are election promises. We're glad that they're fulfilling those election promises. One of them, you know, the, the rebate on SAS power, that helps all rural people uh, lower your energy bills. And that's really appreciated at a time like this when we're seeing, unfortunately, carbon tax rates going up. But we're seeing the, um, you know, the, the money coming back as well uh, through, uh, through SAS power, and we're happy about that. Also, the SGI rate reductions, you know, some of that $285 million, well, probably quite a bit of that money will be coming back to rural Saskatchewan. Also pleased about that. One of the things that I did note today, and I'm really pleased about, is the further commitment for VETO. Now that's the uh, organization that will be developing and eventually producing the vaccine to stop COVID-19. I think at a time like this, it's really important that we recognize that we we have a made in Saskatchewan solution to this problem. Ray Orb is the president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities. Coming up, market updates. The market updates with Jim Smalley on the source 620 CKRM. Market update brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1 800 284 9999. And Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Canola gained 50 cents at 721.17. Oats dropped $27 at 209.53. Number one red spring wheat went up $8.02 at 279.59. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 314.16. Feed barley, 267.68. Flax, $730.47. Lentils, 644.50. Yellow peas 383.70, feed wheat 238.84. The Minneapolis spring wheat May futures are up 11 and a half cents at 6.22 and a half cent a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Source 6.20 CKRM. 
The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest Livestock Quotes. Citiboy Livestock had a regular cow and bull sale on April 7th. Uh, the cows and bulls are holding steady from our last sale. Hefferets sold from 105 to 141 D1 and D2 cows sold from 82 to $0.95. Cents. D3 cows sold from 63 to $0.75. Cents. Slaughter bulls sold from 114 to 121 This is Jordan Stevens with the Market Report. For Assiniboia Livestock, have a great ranching day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,700 hogs Tuesday. Selling in a range of 218 to 232 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,600 head. Selling in a range of 219 to 232 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is down 22 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2559. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.28 cents US. And the latest pork prices for the Brandon Moose Jaw plants, two nineteen thirty-two per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report. A multi-agency research team led by University of Saskatchewan veterinary biologist aims to expand Canada's $18 billion beef industry. Dr. Greg Adams says genomics and other similar tools such as microbiomics involve the study of structure and behavior of animals. He says researchers have made tremendous progress in these areas of cell proteins and they can now be used for extensive livestock production. Adams says the beef cattle industry is extremely important to Western Canada with Saskatchewan and Alberta accounting for 70% of Canada's beef production. The Canada Foundation for Innovation has awarded $6.75 million for Dr. Adams' research project with another... $10 million expected from institutions and private industry. By bringing together specialists in microbiology, reproductive biology, and forage nutrition, researchers hope to advance cattle disease management, fertility improvement, and reduce environmental impact. The first step is monitoring cattle herds in pastures and close confinement and linking the information with gene markers for desired traits. The goal is to make it easier for producers to breed animals with better meat, strong disease immunity, healthy reproductive traits, and heavier calf weight at weaning. Researchers are also using genomics to develop rapid diagnostic tools for troublesome diseases in the beef industry. On the markets, the TSX is up 29 points at 19,133. The Dow fell one point at 33,428. Oil is up 11 cents at 59.44 a barrel. And the Canadian dollar is down 28 one-hundredths of a cent at 79.29 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything A. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.